Hi, you're listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast with me, Dr. John Kenworthy. The Leadership Advantage ultimately boils down to how you motivate and get people to do things that matter. This isn't some magic trick or silver bullet to instant success, but how you can leverage neuroscience hacks to become a better leader today than you were yesterday. The Leadership Advantage. It's why some leaders thrive, whilst others struggle. Hey there, welcome. This is John and welcome to this edition of the Leadership Advantage. This week I'm thinking of the five levels of leadership. It was 3am and the phone was ringing groggily. I fumbled for the light switch as the incessant burr refused to cease voluntarily. I reached over to the handset and grabbed it desperately trying not to sound angry at this interruption to my beauty sleep. Who the heck would be calling me in the middle of the night? It must be some sort of dire emergency and my stomach dropped as I waited for whoever it was to speak. My dread reverted to mild anger as I recognised my boss's voice. It turned out that my boss wanted me to completely redo the presentation for the morning. He had now decided that he was unhappy with the pitch and instead of voicing his concerns a little earlier, we, you know, in proper use of that pronoun, would need to work on it right now. Honestly, the guy was getting on my nerves. He was one of those arrogant ex-army types who only knew how to shout, lose his temper and bark at everyone until all scampered to follow orders. I, of course, promised a full makeover by morning and worked on it. Yeah, I managed to rustle up a fresh cover page. I had switched a few pages around, timed my arrival at the pitch to just precede the client's arrival so I wouldn't have to redo it again. We won the pitch, by the way. It was a good presentation. It actually always had been. My boss took all the credit and I soon left that company. Or more accurately, I left that boss. His leadership was all about positional power with the lower ranks like me at that time. And he is far from alone in that respect. So many leaders rely exclusively on the power they have by virtue of their position. People follow because they have to or they get fired or like me, they quit. Surely there's better ways to lead. John C. Maxwell uses a beautiful analogy of the five levels of influence and looks at the way the higher your level of influence with someone, the easier it is to lead them. These five levels express a way to understand and organize your leadership growth. Each of the levels builds on the previous one and you can only progress to the next level once you've mastered the previous level. As you go higher, it is easier to lead because your influence grows as well. As your leadership becomes more service-oriented, Maxwell says that it takes longer than you think to get to the top level and many never do. At the same time, you can go down very quickly. But if you've developed the right kinds of relationships with others, they will support you through your missteps and fumbles. In this episode of the Leadership Advantage, I'd like to begin sharing about the five levels of influence and then suggest ways that you can raise your level of influence with the stakeholders who matter to you right now. 
the five levels and you can see the diagram on the show notes. The first level is position. At this level, people follow you because they have to. Your influence comes from your position. Well, that's not bad. You probably got the position because of your leadership potential. You don't want to stay here. Leadership is about relationships and leaders will make it in their business to develop them. The second level is permission. People follow you because they want to. Permission is about building relationships. It focuses on the value of each person and opens up communication. Connecting with others begins with connecting with and growing yourself. Understanding that the first person I must get along with is me. The first person to cause me problems is me. The first person that must change is me. And the first person that can make a difference is me. Level three is known as production. This recognizes that relationships alone are not enough. A leader is tasked with getting things done. Production level leaders are followed because of what they have done for the organization. They get things done. Their credibility is based on their example. The ability to get results alone doesn't make you a leader. Leaders are measured by what the entire group accomplishes and not by the individual's efforts of the person in charge. Leaders develop their people into a team to get results. To get to the next level, you must develop your people. And this fourth level is people development. Leaders become great because they empower others. They develop more leaders. See, production may win games, but people development wins championships. People development assures that growth can be sustained. Self-centered, insecure leaders neglect this stage in their development. Maxwell estimates that less than 1% of all leaders ever reach level 5, the pinnacle. Leaders at this level understand that the highest goal of leadership is to develop more leaders, not to gain followers or do work. Level 5 leaders develop level 4 leaders. Developing leaders that can in turn develop leaders is hard work and takes a great deal of skill, focus and lifetime commitment. But those leaders that do create level 5 organisations, they create opportunities that other leaders don't. Level 5 leaders leverage their own leadership through others. People follow these leaders because of what they are and what they represent. When you lead an organisation, you can't be focused on just fulfilling the vision of getting work done. And it's worth remembering as you think of this, we are at different levels with different people in our lives, including our family members, though I hope that you at least have a relationship with them. What level are you now with your direct boss, with your peers, with your staff? about with your children, your partner, your friends. And then there's your other bosses, your other stakeholders, your other peers, other staff. You'll have different levels of leadership or influence with them. As we develop our leadership, we need to make sure our level of leadership with someone is at the best and most appropriate level. Most new leaders rely on level one, the power, the positional power. To lead someone, I need the job title. Or I'm better educated. 
I, I, I need to have authority over them. They must do what I say. Some people just end up shouting and screaming because that's the only power that they've got. Sometimes it's your child in the supermarket throwing a hissy fit that is using power as a means of influence. Telltale signs that your leadership is really at level one when you need to have a better job title, qualification, school grades, or even a better car. You find yourself shouting to get things done. When your language is full of imperatives, you must, you should, you have to. It's not wrong to be at level one. It's just better to be at least at level two. So how do you shift up from level one? Well, my recommendation is go and find someone who is at level four in your life. Somebody who you recognize as being the people development person. Somebody who has developed you as a human being. Choose to build relationships and add value to the organization and other people daily. A level four leader is someone who enables and empowers others. You want those people to be your mentor, to lift you up. Maybe it's your current boss or someone else. You need someone who's going to help lift you up from level one leadership. Someone who will equip you with the knowledge, skills and opportunity to practice those skills of leadership. But what happens when you take away level one? What if I have no power? What if I have no authority? Let's strip you of your job title, your qualifications, your status. You're standing in the community. Now, how do you lead? And if you've removed the bottom rung of a ladder, it can become very difficult to climb the levels of influence. So how do you get from level one, the positional power level? If you're at level one, reliant on your positional power, to over someone else to influence them, struggling to attain level two, I recommend that you seek professional help. I don't mean a psychiatrist, I mean a coach or a mentor. And now would be a very good idea. Find that person at level four, someone that you respect for how they have developed you as an individual. What if you can't find them? Well, ask around. Get onto our website. I'll happily point you to someone we've worked with in the past who might be suitable. What about getting from level two, the permission level or the relationship level? Those of you at level two wanting to go to level three, production or results, you could start with your boss or your more successful peers, friends or family members. Ask them to help you push yourself. It's amazing, once you start to get the results you want, then you'll respect yourself for it and rely less and less on others influencing you. Establish a truly smart goal, S-M-A-R-T goal, that stretches you in your influence. What about those of you who are at level three? You're at the production or the results level. You wanna move up to level four? This is about teaching and sharing with others to help them develop. You can start with learning something you have thought till now as being impossible. Right-handed players learning to play left-handed. Best of all, choose your favourite hobby or something at work in which you are really quite skillful and go teach somebody else. How do you get from 
level four, people development or mentor, level four to level five. I believe that this is where you find yourself and what you truly, really, really believe in. It's a higher calling. It's beyond self. It is, for me, ridding myself of the self-righteousness, the ego, if you will, and knowing that you have a purpose in life. There are few leaders who truly attain this. Think of someone who you know who is really charismatic, but you've never met personally, who, if they came over to you and said, come with me, then you would simply follow. That person more than likely has achieved pinnacle. Ask them to coach or mentor you. What if they say no? They said no. Ask somebody else. There are other aspects of influence in this life, business and family. It's not entirely self-focused. The way we behave, the way we play, the confidence that we exude, the way we allow our character to come out, all of these have an influence on those around us. Is your influence always good? For the vast majority of situations, think about where you are with each individual who matters in your stakeholder around you and your family and your friend and look at measure as best as possible where you are in your leadership level your level of influence with them and work on a plan to raise that level and for vast majority of people find someone at level four in your life someone who has in the past developed you as a human being Choose to build relationships with others and add value to the organization and other people. And do that daily. Why not be a positive influence on someone else right now? Send this email or forward this podcast, share this podcast with a friend. Bye for now. for listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast. You can learn more on how to motivate and get people to do things that matter over at my website at leadershipadvantage.com.